Hi, it's Dr. Krista Glover here, host and creator of Come Find Rest. We are wrapping up season one, and I truly appreciate all of you who've tuned in since the launch. Come Find Rest is a podcast for over-functioning, high-achieving, burned-out women who desperately long to be still. For this first season, we focused on breaking down various aspects of Matthew 11, the foundational passage for the whole podcast. I envision continuing with scriptural wisdom about rest and also expanding to broader inspiration for how we might create a lifestyle of rest. Jesus says, I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. But what exactly is real rest? To me, this implies that there's a kind of rest that isn't restful. It's not restorative. So for this episode, let's explore what exactly is real rest. To begin, I think real rest is intentional. It's something you plan for. You ever get the day off unexpectedly? Or you didn't exactly have set plans for the weekend, so you just ended up lounging around all day? Nothing is wrong with having a lazy weekend. Research even shows quote-unquote lazy days can be good for us. But how many of us feel guilty when that happens? You spend the whole day worrying about the chores you didn't do or errands you didn't run, and you waste the whole day feeling bad instead of just enjoying the downtime. Now, this might not be everyone, but as I've said, Come Find Rest is a podcast for over-functioning, high-achieving, burnt-out women who routinely do too much. (laughs) So in my experience, accidental rest is appreciated sometimes, but not nearly as valuable to me as intentional rest. I'd much rather designate a day or half day to intentional time off. It just works better to know that you're going to catch up on your favorite shows or finally finish that book or sleep without having to set an alarm than to do all of that without the mindful awareness to appreciate it. So do yourselves a favor and be intentional about rest so you can reap the full benefits. The second thing about real rest is that it's inspirational. It restores you and gives you new life and new energy for the next task. Real rest isn't escapism or passivity. Well, what do I mean by that? I think sometimes the behaviors that seem like rest or self-care on the surface are merely coping behaviors. For instance, someone might clock 12 to 14 hours of sleep every day, but it's because they're avoiding pain. Maybe it hurts too much to live a life that's not working for you right now, and it's just easier to pass the time sleeping. Remember the struggle season we talked about a few episodes ago? That's real. And because you feel as though you have no agency in making decisions to improve things, you just bow out for a little while. This coping pattern can also look like escapism through binge watching or spending hours on video games. Now, there's nothing wrong with turning off your brain for a while and letting yourself be entertained. In fact, one of the most restful weeks last month I had was when I had the flu. (laughs) So for five days in a row, I sat in bed, read books, streamed shows. It was wonderful for that week. I also felt like I had a good excuse to miss work and tell my family to fend for themselves. It was marvelous. (laughs) But for some people, this isn't just an every once in a while treat. They make a lifestyle of zoning out with technology and entertainment all in the name of rest. But that type of rest isn't restorative. 
You know, it's not like after five hours of zoning out, you're ready to work on your resume or apply to school or do anything personally enriching. Not typically, at least. No, you get all that quote unquote rest and then not off to sleep only for the pattern to repeat tomorrow night after work. So I hope I don't sound judgmental at all. I'm really not trying to be. I am super grateful for all the ways technology and entertainment enrich our lives. We're just challenged to be honest with ourselves about our patterns. Are we fully engaging in life or are we more like a turtle tucking in its head? True rest inspires. God meets you in it and gives you new ideas for things like a podcast, for instance. You know, but how can we create if we're tired? How can our arms be strong and ready for the task if we're depleted? When God provides rest for our souls, it's so we can awaken to new life. Finally, I believe real rest is medicinal. It has healing, curative benefits. Rest helps physically in rebuilding the body when you're ill, like I said, and that's why the prescriptions always, you know, fluids and lots of rest when you're sick. But real rest is also emotionally healing, and here's what I mean. Part of my personal experience, and that of so many other women, is that there are countless things that pull on our energy. We're weary from decision fatigue as leaders and administrators of our workplace and home. We're tired from the emotional labor of checking in on people, reaching out, maintaining all of our many connections, maybe absorbing the emotions and energy of others. We're tired of being the strong one, the reliable one, the trusty one who always promises to be there for other people. We're tired of trying to keep it all together. You know, that reminds me of a few months back, I came across a familiar piece of artwork titled Blue Monday by Annie Lee. The painting is a woman in a white nightgown sitting on her bed with her head hanging down. It looks like it could either be first thing in the morning when she's kind of gearing herself up to face another day, or it could be at night when she's collapsing on her bed after fighting through another day. Regardless of the interpretation, the picture resonates deeply with me. In the last several months, I've sat through tears probably more times than ever in my life. I am tired. I'm not okay. The pressure of life is heavy and expectations to manage it all gracefully are high. I think this is especially true when you're, when you have high functioning anxiety or high functioning depression because you look like you're handling it all. The reality is you're drowning just like the person who can't get out of bed. The only difference is you push through because you feel like you don't have the luxury of falling apart. When you get to this point of mental and emotional breakdown, God is right there, ready to minister peace and rest. Of course, he wishes we would come to him sooner, before the breakdown, but hey, sometimes he doesn't have our full attention until we're at the end of our rope. When we finally decide to cease striving, to let be and be still and know that he's God, that's when he does open heart surgery. Now, the specifics of rest might vary, but it's definitely more than just taking a nap. It's an extended soul sabbatical where you pause from the rat race of life, say no to engagements and opportunities, maybe pull away from the public eye, or in many cases, the online space, and you return to what matters, your heart and your God.
That's real rest. As we take a brief pause for now, I just want to thank you all again for tuning in. We have explored themes of making space, packing light, getting away with God, learning the unforced rhythms of grace, and learning to take a real rest. We have cast a vision for sustainable wellness, but that doesn't mean the journey's over. In fact, it's really just beginning. Now that we know this way of life is possible, the next task is to create it to identify all the nuts and bolts we need to build a life we can truly enjoy, a life of ease, grace, and rest. I hope you're in for the long haul and will continue to join me on this journey. I encourage you, please like, share, and subscribe so more people can find out about the Come Find Rest community. There's so much more in my heart to share and so many other voices I hope to feature on this podcast. For the time being, though, It's time to pause again, seek God for more divine inspiration, and of course, to rest. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be back soon with season two of Come Find Rest.